Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Divi Chat. Each week, some of the brightest Divi minds from around the world get together to share their knowledge and expertise of running businesses and developing websites with WordPress and Divi. Tonight, you'll be listening to episode 25, where we'll be discussing Ooh. using the Divi library. Oh, Chatting, but before we do, Let's say hello to tonight's panel. Hi, Leslie. Hi, uh, I'm Leslie Brunell of A Girl in Her Mac, and you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at A Girl in Her Mac. Cool. Hi, Olga. Oh, hi, guys. Olga Samrach is here uh, from Australia. Uh, you can find me at my website, infiniteimagination.com.au, and send me a message. Fantastic. Hi, Shannon. Hey, it's Shannon with Purple Finch Studios. <laughs> you can find me on um, Facebook at Purple Finch Studios. Fantastic. Hi, Tammy. Hello, everyone. I'm Tammy Grant of Sunflower Creatives, and you can find me on Twitter at your blog place. Fantastic. Hey, Terry. Hey, guys. This is Terry with Mysegorn Inc. Find me on Facebook and Twitter, Google Plus, if you're ever there. Uh, just look for Mysegorn. <laughs> What's awesome. Google Plus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <we're just> <laughs> My name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios. Space. Yay! Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you might have to announce that. Yeah, we will. Um, you can find me, you know, all over the internet under Aspen Grove Studios, and uh, not at Divi Space. Though <laughs> just asking for <laughs> studios, still. Um, I am super excited to discuss tonight's topic. We're going to cover one of my favorite parts of the Divi Builder, and that is the library that's built into the Divi Builder. Um, the library is a part of the Divi Builder, in my opinion, that takes your development to the next level. Um, hopefully, we're going to dive kind of deep into some tips and tricks of what it can do for your web design business and um, kind of from there I guess the first thing we need to do is what is the Divi library? Uh, the Divi library is a function in the Divi Builder theme which allows you to save pages, posts, modules, sections to a library. It's just like it sounds so you can store it for later use. Uh, we use the tool all the time. It's a fantastic tool to mix and match sections, you know, pages, uh, take take something from one website, bring it into another website. So before I give away all the Divi library secrets, I'm going to, uh, you know, let the, let the panel jump in on this tonight, and we'll start discussing using the Divi, li Divi library. Not Divi, it's Divi. Who's going first? Don't make me pick on you. I have names. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Terry, go Terry, go. Oh man, that's like everybody <laughs> stepping back and leaving me in the front, right? Okay. Um, one of the neat things about the library that David you just mentioned was that you can use it on not just the site you're working on, but you can export those to use on any site. So when you create that perfectly styled footer or whatever, uh, if you happen to use it not the actual footer, but something down below that you keep there on all of your sites. Um, just export it from your current site, import it to another one. Uh, another neat thing is that 
with whatever you use you can make it a global object so that you can change it once and reuse it everywhere or uh, you can just pull it in and use it on a single page whatever um, like that the the thing for me that I liked about the library so much when I first saw it was that in the old days if you wanted to duplicate content reuse content you could go into your PHP my admin go to the database write some SQL and copy stuff export it import it again to another database um, of course I think everybody's probably familiar with the duplicate post plugin and uh, then there were also plugins short code plugins you could create your own short codes put content into it which is normally HTML which means basically you're you're not even using a visual builder for something like that but you could insert those short code into whatever part of the site you wanted and duplicate content but with the lib the DivV library it's uh you can it's almost effortless to reuse code once or globally across any number of sites that you want to use use it on good point, I'll Terry. for I, a moment <laughs> good intro uh oh leslie your mic is unmuted does that mean you would oh. like to talk about the Divi library uh well sure yeah um well there's i mean there's several good good reasons to use it um i don't really see how how you can really even not use it like it kind of is second nature now but it's really good for i have a couple blog clients and um if you don't want to use the default blog uh post layout which is we you know is just a text editor and then it has the sidebar already built in um you can build your own layout just like you're used to doing the pages um, and my, my clients, at first I wasn't sure if there would be like a, a big deal or issue for them to kind of get used to it. Because it is it's just like two steps, you know, you got to click to load, load from the library. Um, and I think like one other step and that's it. But it makes your, it can make your blog pages look um, however you want instead of just the standard WordPress layout. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then, and yeah, just the like Terry mentioned, just the ease, the ease of like trans uh, portability and moving them from one site to another. Um, you don't realize how much you like to do that until you start kind of messing with it. Um, but yeah, it's great. You can save the modules. You can save um, sections. It, you can categorize them if you want to. I don't think I've ever really done that, but you can. Um, and I think you can lock them from different users, uh, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Not as cool as tacos, but it's still. We really cool. are professional web developers, I swear. <laughs> Industry so, uh, library mainly, not mainly, but a good part of the reasons I use it is for backups. A lot of times, our clients mm -hmm. go in and they mess up the page. And then, like magic, I have the backups of the layout. Yeah, that's, that's a great genius. point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can end now because that yeah. was yeah. done. Yes. That's, that's yeah, beyond. Oh God, you saved my life. There's <laughs> your sunflower blog creative. Right. Divi library super tip. That's a genius. That's genius. Salted sunflower seeds. Well, I do. I take the library quite serious. I uh, before I, I mean, when we finish a website, each page 
is saved to the library and is carefully named. Uh, lots of the uh, common elements and different things like that. Unfortunately, when we turn the sites over, the customers don't always utilize the library. I guess they don't really always understand the power that's uh, involved in it and uh, how much you can do with it. You know, uh, being able to use the categories and things like that because that uh, that Divi library can get kind of out of control. Yeah, you probably noticed. Mm-hmm. You uh, right. yeah, a long list of different names and different things like that in uh, the library. Being able to have the have them categorized and being able to search uh, through the categories makes it a lot easier. Actually, and you bring up a good point because a few of us make child themes. Um, we develop and sell child themes, and and yeah, it's important to include the all the pages and the the main sections and whatnot in the library um, in case somebody who's new with the child theme or whatever maybe accidentally deletes a page or deletes a section and they kind of freak out. Um, so everything needs to kind of be built in there to to mm-hmm. reference to in case something happens like that. For those who kind of just starting with Divi, I just want to say that um, Divi library comes kind of comes with two sections. There is a predefined Divi library, which is a library created by Elegant Zims, and you can just load those pages. And there is sort of another different library where you can um, pull in or save your own layouts or even layouts that uh, someone else developed and uh, expert experted. Is that the correct word? Experiment? That's right. Thank you. Yeah, so if someone exported, you can actually import their layout and uh, use it on your own website. Or the same, like, doesn't have to be someone. You can just create layouts, export them, and then import and work with them on a different site again. Yeah, and something to know, I don't know if it, well, I, I do know. It, it must confuse people, because I see people bring it up in the Facebook group sometimes. Um, there's two ways to import and export. You can do it from the library, like you're back in the library, and you can check block, check mark um, what layout you want to export or whatever. Or you can do it from the page. And for whatever reason, um, I, I I don't know if maybe they're both if they're different types of JSON layouts or one's XML. I'm not sure, but you can't interchange. So like if you export something from the library it won't be imported into a page. So basically, if you see that it's not going to work, just go to the library and try it there. It's, it's on, there's only one of two options. Um, but I, I think that can be a little confusing. It confused me when I first started using it. No, I think it's still kind of like I'm having the same issue. So that once you export the layout as a layout and not from a page, you can't kind of mm-hmm. You know, what I found a little confusing sometimes is uh, how you can't, get things from the library that's uh, from a row or that's a module, if you're looking from the section, for instance. Oh. So all of that is separated. That's a really hard thing to teach someone. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's true. So we, well, we, uh, we can teach them. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Shannon. No, well, I just okay. want to add that, yeah, I, I think uh, uh, Tammy got excellent points that perhaps we can just go more into. With Divi library, if you created a section and then you uh, went into a section settings and said save to a library, it actually saves in a library in a section kind of thing. So when you want to load it on another page, if you go to the module settings and um, you know you forgot that you saved it as a settings, went to a row settings, for example, and say add 
you know, this other section that you saved, because you said it as a section, you will actually not see it. So to add it to your layout as a section, you actually have to add as a section, I mean, pull it in as a section. I don't know, um, make sense? Yeah, basically, however you, however you save it is how you use it again. Like, if mm -hmm. you save a module, yeah. you can pull it in as a module. If you save it as a section, you pull it in as a section. It sounds, it sounds confusing when I say it, but <laughs> I promise it's not that confusing. <laughs> yeah, once you open a page and start doing it, it actually comes very quick. <clears throat> we also use it as a tool for our CSS. We, you know, instead of having to remember classes and everything, so like if we're using slants or up-down circles, we will have a section that just has some plain text in it, and then, you know, we use that as a way to go ahead and put in our um, like in the custom CSS, uh, we use that in there to put our ID or our class, and then that way we're not constantly having to remember what we used for, and then we can do whatever we want in that module. So we have a whole bunch of modules that are just basically the only thing that's in there is like some filler text, and then, you know, it's, it's for our, because we start with a blueprint for every site, so all of our, we, we're a little, we do things a little bit differently that we have a very large library, and most of our sites are actually built from that library. So um, rather than reinventing the wheel, for, especially for the, um, for the lower end, it allows us to build um, lower end. And we actually have all of ours labeled and our sites might be built um, in a very weird way. Like we'll say, okay, I need a H5 and a BG7. And- um, <laughs> You'll have code, code yeah, talk. We have code. We have code. So every, <laughs> Every one of our things are in categories. And for example, we have, I'm just looking at our, our thing right now, we have uh, 40 different text sections and they are TS03, 04, you know, they, whatever, we can just say we want to use these sections um, in our, oh, so it's totally, yeah. So you invest a whole lot of time time up front building all those sections. But well, I'm super back. embarrassed because what I do is I'll log into a client's site because I'll be like, oh, wait, I did it on that site. And I'll log in. I'll sneak in the back and just export real quick. No, we do. We at the end, we're like Tammy. At the end of every site, we add any new sections to our catalog so that the next time. So every site that we do that is, uh, you know, a lower end site might just have all catalog items on it that need to be changed and adjusted. Um, and then on the higher end site, we might use a few of those sections. Um, but, you know, we're always, we're constantly building. I mean, for us, we spent quite a bit of time on the front side getting it all set up. But, I mean, if you think about how you, each of you designs, let's be honest, we all use the same stuff. You know, we might, we have our styles, so. Yeah, there's, there's um, some things that so, get regurgitated. <laughs> right, exactly. So you can cut down on the amount of time of recreating, and sometimes you're not even recreating, but going to find your snippets and going to find what did I do here, having it all inside that library can, um, and, and because I'm not a developer, um, for me, I am the queen of stealing um, sections from other pages <laughs> so I'm like we go ahead and do this front page and then I'll do the rest <laughs> of it because I can steal your you know I can steal the sections from um, and I think there's a lot of people that work that way and also what that allows you to do if you have a strong you know designer developer who can get you set up then it allows people who um, maybe their skills aren't as strong um, to not only do it but learn because now I can, I've learned how to, how everything works over the last couple of years. So, 
Um, but that, so we really heavily um, rely on our, our catalog and every single site is set up with the library already ready to go. And um, someone asked me, well, isn't that a lot of stuff to keep on the, you know, the client's site? We then will clean out and only leave the sections on their site that um, it's faster than redesigning. So even okay. though we start with 300 sections, we, we end up with only what's on their site. Yeah, that's like when you end up, you know, when you in the beginning you might use some stock photos or something just for placeholders, and you know you just gotta in that last step you go through and make sure you delete anything that's not attached or whatever. Sounds similar. God, I really need to organize my library now. I feel. <laughs> yeah, after, after listening to Shannon and the way that no. and the way that Tate the library, it's just amazing. Can't nobody listen to me because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic tool. I mean, the library is very powerful. Um, you can actually, you know, Terry started in the beginning talking about global modules and stuff. There's so many things that you can do with the library and saving them, categorizing them, and using them for later. Uh, he mentioned briefly mentioned the footer and stuff. Uh, you know, those common areas that are going to go on on other pages. We've used the library and global settings to replace the entire Divi header. And no longer even use yeah. the menu structure and stuff. You'd be you a surprised at how creative you could get with replacing every every default aspect really of the page um, once you get to using it. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, so we've had a couple of really good ideas with the Divi library here already with Tammy Grant and the way that they use it in backing up to the client site in case they ever accidentally delete something. Well, it's a lot quicker to restore a page than restoring a, a full-blown backup for a website. Yeah. Shannon, yeah. Shannon Schaefer and their team, they use the Divi library. It's a very, I, I've seen it before. She's, she's showed it to me. I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal it's concept what she's doing. Uh, it, it's like next level Divi library type kind of stuff. So, um, library you know, Congress. what else, what else can we, yeah, the library of TV Congress. Can I, can I ask Tammy a question really quick? Sure. Tammy, so when you, I really like this idea, so I'm trying to, do you like export your, all the layouts, um, you know, and, and like store them somewhere? Um, I do. Like, okay. I do, I, um, I export all the layouts and um, give them names and I actually have a file system okay. on my computer. That way, too. I, I haven't done what you've done, but I like your idea, too. But I just import the parts that I want. Yeah. By giving them specific names and folders on my own PC. Yeah, because we end up taking the clients, when we take them off the site, we make them generic. We'll change the text and everything, so we don't really have a backup. But starting tomorrow, we're, we're going to have backups of every... <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, Can I just bring up, like, change topic just a slightly? Absolutely. Because um, with layouts, there is actually lots of layouts available for download from um, all sorts of different companies. I think, Leslie, you've got layouts for download, or you just mm -hmm. have a child thing. Um, I don't have layouts to download from my website, but you can download some of my from Elegantzim's blog. And um, I just want to bring one point about those layouts that you download from other developers. Like, say, when I build a layout, and uh, then I have a demo site for the layout. And then when people download a JSON file and upload to their website, they kind of want, when they upload it, to have it look exactly like on a demo site. 
and to get uh, my layout so people can download it, install it, and look exactly like on the demo site, I actually put absolutely every single CSS into the modules, into the sections, and into the rows, which means that even if your settings, you know, your site settings, like the button set to blue and the font sent to open sense or whatever other, if you download the layout, the fonts will be different, the colors on the buttons and everything else will be different. And in a way, like, for people who say not developers who just build in their own site or just kind of learn with layouts, that's a good thing. But there is a good and a bad that comes with it. Because if you want to use that layout and build a really big site and then make lots of different pages, you can just, you know, uh, load page that you want on each page and then just move things around and, um, you know, build it your own. However, if there is lots of things that you want to add on your own, and want to use different text or want to use um, different colors, then there is a lot of things that you actually have to do with the layout. You have to go into open each module and change the color font, change the um, actual font, whatever other things. And that is actually a lot of work. So there is a little bit of plus and minus when it comes to downloading pre-made layouts that was developed by someone else. There is a lot of work actually then to do with it, to make it to look um, you know, replicate your branding, your colors, your fonts, and and etc. etc. Mm -hmm. And that's when it comes to like I like building layouts, but at the same time, it's good to build a layout and perhaps give CSS and ideas into sections such, but still have then all the CSS, the actual CSS in a style sheet. Then um, if you only give away JSON files without that style sheet file, then um, yeah, people do actually have to do a lot of work to tweak it to make it look. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I know actually, that, uh, and this is perhaps yeah, perhaps Terry can um, help with it a little bit because I'm not a dev, so uh, I know that if you put all CSS in a style sheet, it loads just once, right, for a page. And if you have all CSS in the modules, all those CSS in the modules rows and you know in a layout they go into database. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And um, so. I'm not sure if having all CSS in the modules, you know, in a layout, would that actually slow down the site or does it makes no difference? The CSS gets loaded as part of the page content. So you're not really increasing the uh, the site of the or the speed of the site by having your CSS stored in the database. It all gets put together and served as one page. Uh, you're already doing that. You've already got a child style sheet or a main style sheet being downloaded also. There's, it's really more of a, <clears throat> excuse me, a sake of convenience as to, it's just as far as that goes as to where you put your CSS. If it's in the modules, it's going to take a higher priority that's, than what's in your child style sheet, unless, of course, you use those infamous important tags. Um, but anything... <laughs> Anything in line is going to take precedence over a style sheet that's downloaded. So anything that you put in your modules or your sections or even the on-page CSS is going to be part of the page itself that's downloaded, downloaded the page content. I don't know what uh, Elegant Themes and Nick Roach's stance is with, with library packs today, but I do know that he was a uh, of layout packs and utilizing the library for much more of the the future development and stuff of, of Divi as opposed to like child theme type 
kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He definitely. <laughs> but I think ideally. Yeah, and that's be good kind of a pain just... in the butt for us, but <laughs> well, to me, but. <laughs> well, yeah, and anything you know, custom functions or whatever those, those you can't put those in a module, but um, yeah. or a library. But anyway, uh, libraries. <laughs> It's still cool. It's still and, good. Uh, it's obviously, I mean, Tammy and Shannon have definitely shown us that. Uh, I'm going to bring up this real quick. It's kind of the second half of what I had typed up. We've talked about how and why to use the layouts. Let's talk more from a, uh, let's say you're a designer, blogger, or you're a product developer, something like that um make you can make those free layouts downloadable layouts and either way that olga talked about as uh incentive for email subscriptions um you can do that as a part of product packages so in other words it's not just developing your own sites it's also really handy for those that are in the, the product development uh, market those that are offering either free layouts or you know, the premium child themes and all that other kind of stuff that would include the demo content that you can upload with the library. Yeah, I do. Um, actually, it's kind of interesting. I, I'm just realizing right now, I, I give away um, free, like, parts of layouts on, on my posts, on, on my blog. I don't think I've ever given away a full page layout, like with about services, contact, and all that. I um I always do like um you know oh this cool hero section you know using using font awesome and stuff like that and I mean those are great too because um, you can kind of it's like piecemeal you know kind of if you're if you're building uh, pages and you want things to kind of mix and match um, but so but that's another way too you don't necessarily even have to offer the full blown uh, full page layout like like that you could get at, at elegant themes for instance like what Olga does. Um, but there's a lot of layouts out there that are really just sections, um, you know, like for, for CTAs and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. You can share, share all kinds of, uh, kinds of resources that way. Right. Yeah. Lead gen is, is a very popular way to use layout packs and stuff, lead generation and stuff. I know that we, we, um, you know, some of the other WordPress companies that have wanted to come into the Divi space, that's that you can do it. Um, I know recently we did a collaboration with Josh Pollock over at Caldera where we released uh, 15 different layout packs that were imported through the Divi library. And it was five contact pages, five um, email acquisition, email sign-up designs, kind of what Leslie was talking about, not full-blown pages, but just sections and very specific. Uh, we also did five landing pages, which were full pages. Um, so you, you can use those. They, they work absolutely wonderful for lead generation for whatever you're going to do with products or uh, getting your work out there, shown, show off your, your, your skill set, I suppose, with, um, with design and stuff. That's a good point, David, about showing what you can do. Yeah. Who's dog? I think those guys who just started with TV. Oh, Leslie, I thought it was yours. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just wanted to say that for those who just started with Divi, like, it is actually a good way to download somebody's layout and go, you know, 
uh, disintegrate it and have a look actually what someone else done and how they put it together because that way I think that is probably like one of the best ways to learn how other designers work and you know pick some things that can work for you yeah dissect it that's exactly right Polda. <laughs> tear yeah. that bad boy apart and see how it was built <laughs> isn't that what we all did to learn <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tammy, do you have any other secret library tricks you want to share with us? I can't think of any secrets. <laughs> so, um, one thing I found though is that um, a lot of times, if you use the library a lot, uh, you may get confused on uh, how many home pages, for instance, that you have. <laughs> home page three, yeah. <laughs> you have to come up with some sort of version control, even for those. It, can get complicated. But I wanted <laughs> to back on the uh, the free layouts. I can't say that I've experienced another community that gives away so much like the Divi community. And I just think that the free layouts and sections is a great way to engage everyone in the community. And uh, we give away a free child theme. It's a whole website. And I think so far, I think we've had about a thousand downloads. Wow. From that. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I get people are always looking for freebies, so yeah. it's been great giving back. I know that a lot has been given to me. Yep, we love free, don't we? Oh yes, <laughs> we do. My favorite price. <laughs> free ninety nine. It's a little cheaper that way. <laughs> well, it's interesting too the the way the layout packs have um, kind of transpired as far as just the Divi community anyways, um, they kind of give child themes a run for their money a bit because there are some instances where, you know, I see people ask like, okay, well, should I use a layout or should I use a child theme? And it, it you know, I hate this answer, but it just depends. Um, but there are times when you maybe don't need the full child theme to import all, all that way. Um, and if, I, I don't know, it's just, it seems like a whole, a whole nother way to kind of, to build, to build sites in, in that way. Yeah, we're yeah, building for Yeah. No, you go. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say that uh, we, we're starting to build uh, our child things as layout packs as well because I, I've discovered that sometimes people just want a few of your pages from the child yeah. thing and they don't want to override their site with the yeah. full child thing. So I think that in. <laughs> I like some of your some of your stuff. I don't want all of it. Like. <laughs> You know well, what I think I it think is, they, they reach a lot more people if it's a lot more flexible. Yeah. And it's also That's a true. learning curve because um, I've, you know, outside of the Divi community, you know, spending a lot of time in the entrepreneur, the DYI community, it's, it's overwhelming when you get in there and they tend to think that they're going to jump into this, this theme and it's just going to be typing a few words and go and, um, you know, they want to get rid of stuff, they want to add stuff, so the layout packs, you know, really gives you the flexibility that if you want to have one layout on one page and then like you like something from another one, it's very easy. It, the, the ease of use and I think the barrier for, for entry really is, you know, for the, for the skill set is so much easier with layout packs and, and the library. So um, I think it depends on the market that you serve. If you're, if you're looking to, you know, use a child theme as a base for a client site, it's totally different than, you know, somebody who just is trying to get two page, you know, brochure site up. Um, first of all, it's a cost thing, and then also, you know, uh, an ease of use. So 
um, I think we're seeing like that market shift a little bit because of how many more DIYers are using you know Divi and and I think that is something to take from from a business perspective you know something to take in into to consideration as you you know develop child child themes or um, I think sometimes we think more is more sometimes less is more. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I just had a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to share it here on Divi Chat first. Oh, yeah. If, if a lot you, listeners are lucky. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a child theme developer, and we did this today, you know, actually, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm kind of glad that we're talking about the Divi Library tonight and stuff. Um, because a, a new blog theme coming out, for example. And we did two different designs of the blog theme. Well, what if we just did one design and put the rest in as library packs as opposed to two separate themes? You yeah. heard it here first. There you go, child theme <laughs> developers. What exactly was the idea? I don't know. So, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, what? It's I, think I think he just. I think we just said less is more. Sometimes he just <laughs> actually, yeah, just simplifying it as opposed to having multiple. You know, we just made it more complicated. Well, from a marketing standpoint, though, Let, let's know. not go there. Okay. <laughs> I, I can see. I'll, I'll stand up for you, David. I can see. Boys banding Thank together. You, Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Right, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there have been some really good. I, I didn't think we were going to get to talk at least thirty minutes tonight about the Divi Library. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, but you guys have really done a great job. I have to give it to you, especially the ladies. Y'all have some great ways to use the library pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope y'all were taking notes. We're gonna, we're definitely gonna have some uh, show notes tonight. And I can't remember. Are we doing anything special for tonight for uh, show notes and stuff, Leslie? Um, I think if if Olga is able to, um, we might have a free layout and then maybe some simple instructions on how easy it is to import a layout. Um, and we'll have some links to um, a, a video step-by-step -step that, that's already written on Aspen Groves to help um, any, anybody new out there who's messing with importing layouts because there's so much free stuff out there guys I mean it, it's all out there for the taking you just got to learn how to how to put it in your site and then once <laughs> you learn it once it's, it's, it's easy easy peasy easy peasy yeah now yeah guys you definitely get a free layout for download so if you go well in later today or tomorrow morning to the blog post, probably tomorrow yeah, yeah sometime yeah. tomorrow yeah you will be able to download a uh, free layout I think it's three or four pages and then you have to go into each well, one. I have to put an email opt-in on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's speaking, market it. Speaking <laughs> of generation. <laughs> $5 will teach you how to get stuff for free. <laughs> well, do we have any other thing, anything else that we want to discuss about the library pack tonight for the episode? No, I, I, I just want to say, like, with most things, um, especially with Divi, if you just, just play with it, um, don't be afraid. You know, have a site where um, if you're getting into web design or whether you're doing this on your own, set up a site where you can just screw around. Like, don't worry about it, what it looks like. Um, don't, you know, don't worry, oh, my God, people are going to see it. 
or whatever. So what? Um, or or put a maintenance page up or whatever. But I think it's important to just take take a couple of days, maybe just mess around and break stuff and <laughs> delete accidentally delete it, so you know how to bring it back. You know, save it, stuff like that. Uh, Post I think it on that's your GoDaddy account. Yes. <laughs> Oh, you know, we probably should, uh, that brings up a point of it, some lower tiered hosting companies might have a pretty low limit on uploads. And so I see a lot of people like, well, I'm trying to import a layout and it says I'm, you know, I'm getting an error. Um, so that, I don't know, Terry, can you speak to that? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a couple of ways. The, the easiest way to do it is just ask your host to uh, increase the, upload limit in your there's php.ini and uh, uh, there's actually two or three places but really if you, if if you're paying your host some money they should be able to handle yeah. that for you but don't it, it's almost almost never like a problem with the layout it's just your hosting yeah, usually exactly <laughs> awesome just one more point before david goes and finish it um I'm not quite sure. It's kind of more um, perhaps a question. I know with the layouts, once you've done it, because the layout kind of is just a JSON file that contains pretty much uh, demo, you know, text images and just perhaps a little bit CSS as it goes into a database. So with the layout, you pretty much never have to like update it or have like say if you do layouts for sale, you don't almost really need, um, you know, have a team support to support them versus child themes. Like, uh, Leslie, do you find that with Childs you get more support requests than with layouts? Um, I don't get a lot of support for either, um, really. But I don't have that many either. So I, mean, I don't have as many as, as a few other, other people. Really, the only issues I've gotten with layout have to usually come down to hosting type stuff. Um, but no, I don't, I don't get a lot of, a lot of questions. And Tommy, you don't get much support for um, like support tickets for child zims. I don't. Usually, maybe one or two per month, honestly. Cool. Yeah, we don't either. We we give we we probably in the neighborhood of five hundred to a thousand downloads a month on child themes and layout packs because of the demo zone, and um, we have very few support requests in regards to layout packs or child themes as I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it and most of the stuff is, is plug-in conflicts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Those damn plugins. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's see here. <laughs> all right, are we done? I think we're done. I think so. All right. Any parting thoughts before I close the show? Y'all did a fantastic job. Yeah, I was just about to thought. say thanks for all the uh, <laughs> fantastic insight to all the ladies on the show tonight. Yeah, it's fantastic. All the ladies. All the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, power. I want to uh, personally thank everyone for listening to another episode of Divi Chat. Cannot believe that it's been 25 episodes already. Hard, hard to believe we're on number 25. Um, head on over to our website, divi.chat, and check out the show notes. We're going to get out packed this week. Uh, should be on the website within 24 to 48 hours. 
Uh, if you like the show, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. And remember, leave your questions in the comment section below. Uh, tune in next week as we tackle another topic geared to help you improve your WordPress and Divi oh, development. Blogging and business. with Divi. That's oh. next, next topic. Blogging with Divi. That should, that blogging, should be a good one. Blogging with Divi. Boom. Thank you, <laughs> Leslie. You know, as I was as I'm saying this each week, I keep thinking, you know, it would probably be really good if we had the topic for next week announcing it and stuff. So um, <laughs> We'll, we'll try yeah. to remember to do that. Yeah, we'll try to remember. We're getting better. We're only 25 episodes <laughs> in, so we're, we're still new. Uh, <laughs> we're babies. Yeah, we're babies. All right, guys. Well, until next week, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for coming, everybody. Bye. -bye. Bye.